Welcome, 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 you guys. Let me just say, um, I'm bad with names. Okay, I'm at that age, and I think it started happening. I hope this doesn't have anything to do with... uh, Welcome to the podcast, by the way, The Koi Pond. We're back, and I'm just going to jump right into it, because I feel like now I'm at that age. I'm still in my 40s, bro. Mm -hmm. I'm on the line. Cusp. cusp. I'm on the cusp. Mm -hmm. I'm right there. Right there. I'm kind of like what uh, the coyote does when he he ran too fast after Roadrunner, uh-huh. and he's at the edge of the cliff, but the Roadrunner's like me me, and he's like standing in the sky. Yeah, and, and the coyote's like, nah, nah, nah. that's, that's where, where I'm at right that's now. Where you are on the it, cusp of forty. It, it probably feels that way too. It does. Let me yeah. tell you why. One, I can't remember names. Yeah, and I mean, bro, I've called my son every name in the house. <laughs> Kingston, uh, Winston, uh, Kingston, Winston, Angie, Dre. I'll even call my son little Dre. Wow. That's specific. Now I'll even give up. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> no, but it's that bad. Are you that bad? Oh, I'm horrible. I can't. And, and I, is that an old age thing? Yes. Or has it been a thing? I've always been, with you. I've been that way for a while. Yeah. But I've, very, al- I've also been older for a while. Yeah, you've always, I don't mean to be mean right now. I've known Andre since 1988. Yeah. That's how long I've known Andre. Andre has always looked 47. <laughs> Your face has always been high cheekbones. Anyone with high cheekbones in their in their teens, uh-huh. you're old in the face. Really? Yeah, man. Look, okay, look at like, look at people now, like, like old, like, like, Actors in their 40s. And then go yeah, look yeah. at them like when they're in their teens and stuff. Yeah. It's these chubby baby, fa- you know, chubby fat faces. And then and then like the older they get, uh, you know, the cheeks start to form and then the jaw gets a little stronger. That's work. that's work, right? They got work done to keep the no, lift No, no, bro. Let's not. Let's this not. The, no, this is no, the no, goal. No, no. This is the goal. No, yeah. no, no. You have. No. <laughs> no. no. Stop. <laughs> no. You are one of the fortunate to mm. have uh, a chiseled face. At you're a man. <laughs> a young you're a full grown man. When you were in you were in high school, you're but we had a by, by the way, Henry Foss High School, 1988, 89, uh 87, 88, 89, let's just say that. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was a group of men that size in the history of basketball <laughs> at that particular time. I'm not even joking. In high school basketball? I mean, now, you know, these kids are big now. You yeah. know what I mean? The, the food, the fast food, the, it's, everything's injected with steroids. We were still, like, there was, I, you know, I don't. I, I think they were tampering with food, but not as much yeah. as they are now. You know, the kids still looked innocent and young back then. Looked like you know, kids. They looked like kids. Yeah. You know, there was a couple of one that you were like, all right. You've been in high school all right, a long, you've been a long in, time. Yeah, you need to get out, but... <laughs> But for the most part, it's like we look like kids sure. back then. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, but you look like one of the counselors. Okay, okay. You were one of those dudes. Our team was huge, man. We had so many big dudes on our teams, man. We they did. were all like six four, six five, just massive men, full mustaches, high cheekbones. Andre had a high high cheek. Andre's dark, but his cheekbones are very light. It's like it's like when you. You know what I mean? Like that, like when you press up against something, 
Like that's what his cheekbones were pressing up against his dark skin, and he made the light skin. It made it light right there. It, it still is. Every time you smile, <laughs> it just turns light right here. But it's dark right here. It's <laughs> that's pretty funny. I don't. <laughs> You've always been dark with light cheekbones. Yeah. Okay, but you were a full grown man at at sixteen, seventeen. You really were. Uh, well, how tall were you at sixteen? Six two. Same. I was same size. You're kidding me. I've been to size. What are you right now? You're 6'2? Ninth grade, eighth grade. You you never hit six four. You've always been six two. Yeah. So ninth grade was the end of your growth spurt. Probably eighth grade. Eighth grade. Yeah. And you just shot up. Yeah, I was a big like six fifth to sixth grade. You know how scary that is? No, I remember picking I my son up at in fifth grade. He was below, he was just <laughs> above my waist. Right, right. I'm five eleven. Yeah. I'm lying, but I am. Yeah. About 5'11. Yeah. I was, and I was towering over my son. Imagine you in, in what what grade is that? Is that elementary? Yeah. Yeah, I was in six, sixth grade. I was five, elementary, five, middle school? I was 5'11. That. Five, no, 11. when did you hit 6'2? Seventh? Like seventh, eighth grade. That's so crazy to me. Yeah. yeah. You were massive. Yeah. Ima- you were imagine, a man. imagine trying to like, uh, Date girls. Oh, so intimidating. Intimidating. You want, you want to go to the prom? <laughs> what? <laughs> what, Andre? You want to, uh, you know, you want to go to the prom or um, my mom gave me five extra dollars. You want to get uh, some Mc- McDonald's at the end of uh, school? <laughs> what? I'll drive. What? I'm 12. <laughs> I'll drive. I'll you would drive. never get, you would never get pulled over. <laughs> You would never get pulled over. They would be none the wiser. If they pulled you over at twelve, the cop would have said, "Do you know? Do you know how fast you were going, sir?" <laughs> Give me respect and, and reverence. Then, and then you would answer him like this: "I don't know how fast was I going." <laughs> <laughs> you tell me, officer, how bad was I going? The fuck? Why are you talking like that, sir? Are you, are you mocking me? I don't know what mocking is. <laughs> Fucking 11 years old. Yeah. Anyways, you've been old in the face for a long time. Yeah, thank you. I don't. When did that, your physical is that a self. Compliment? No, not at all. Oh. No, of course it is. Are you kidding me? Okay. Yes. All right, cool. Who didn't want to look old when they were 18? Yeah. I had a baby face until I didn't get a mustache till like 27. Wow. I would get mad. I would shave down and up. Really? Yeah, to try and stimulate. I remember my friend goes, you got to shave up and down. You got to like really get the hair thick. And I'm like, "Uh," every night. uh, uh." They gave me that trick in high school too. You didn't need it. I did need it. Bro. Bro, I couldn't grow facial hair. You were. I did. You had a fucking jerry curl. You look like one of the, (laughs) you look like one of the singers from Ready for the World. I, I did. I did. I, 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 I can't even. I, I wanted wish, to. That was the. That, that's what I wanted to be. We gotta pull that up, man. That's what I wanted to be. We gotta. Melvin Riley is who I wanted to was be. Was that his name, Melvin that Riley? A, that was his name, bro. We gotta pull up a picture of Andre when he was in high school. Right, hold, it on, was hold on, hold hilarious, on. man. <laughs> hold on, full ass. You could pull up Melvin. Jerry Riley. curl, just fucking up everyone's couches. Uh, if he borrowed your hat, you might as well just call that his hat. That, that is true, man. What is it with... You had to wear the cap, man. You know what you I didn't understand? Cap. You know what I didn't understand is in the 80s when, when Jerry Curls were big. Yeah. What was it with you guys uh, not knowing that you were fucking people shit up? 
Didn't care. Was that it? No, Dude, look at this, bro. That is you it right was part there. <laughs> that That's that was, you. That was me. Second, Ooh. second from the from the on yeah, the left. On there. the left, second down. Second down. That down, was, down, down. To the left. To the left. Right, Boom. Right there. That was it. That is Andre. That was the that's look. Andre's cheekbone. See how I got light? <laughs> that was the look. That's bro. all long. That's Andre right there. That's that was, that's high school prom. That was the look. That's sophomore. <laughs> just just great. Bro, oh, this man. dude rented that tux. Gave it back and they were pissed. <laughs> they didn't they were it. pissed. I'm sure they didn't because he didn't it pay back. the insurance. Right? He didn't pay extra for the the no. damage. No one did. That was five bucks for damage. We had no idea that we were doing that kind of damage. To How did you stuff. not know you were fucking up everything? I don't know, man. We well, me, I was young, so I didn't know. But I do have something that's. Did gonna, they really call it Jerry Curl or Relaxer? It was called a Jerry Curl, and I have something that's going to blow your mind yes, right now. Yes, please. Um, the Jerry Curl is named after a guy named Jerry. It was his nickname. Um, I can't think of his his proper name right now. Wasn't it spelled was with a like J H? Yes, it was. Yeah, J H. And he was like a seventy year old white man from San Diego. You need to stop right now. Pull My head just blew up. Pull it up. Are you kidding me right now? Ice Cube had a Jerry Curl. Yep. Easy E had a Jerry Curl. Michael Jackson had a Watch Jerry this. Curl. Uh, uh, the 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 black dude that uh. Uh, that owned uh, no the black dude from Coming to America that that fell in love with a uh, McDowell's yeah. daughter. Uh, Lionel Richie had a Jerry curl. That, um, that guy. Where where? A Stony. What was this guy's name? Stony. Bro, what are you talking about? Where he was on the White Shadow. Do you remember that show? Yeah the yeah White yeah. Shadow? Are yeah. you talking about the the guy that the was on guy uh, next to Ice Cube in between Ice Cube? Yeah and yeah Jackson. yeah. And Michael Jackson yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yep, yeah, that's yeah. him. You know he's a basketball referee now. In in California. From Coming to America. No no the other guy this guy that guy. Wait, Stoney who's Jackson. he? Stony Jackson. He's the guy from Coming to America. No. Wait, that, who's he? He was on The White Shadow. Do you remember that show? I remember The White Shadow. Yeah, they're two different people. I love The White Shadow. The White Shadow was a coach that was white. Yeah. And he and he taught. Uh, he was a coach. In the he was also school. a teacher in the, in, mm -hmm. in the inner city school. Yeah, blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Once again, the white man uh, saves. Comes to save the day. He comes and saves the inner city. Yeah. <laughs> That was always the plot. <laughs> that was always the plot in the seventies and eighties. Different strokes. Come yeah, save yeah. the kids, man. Hey, man, Mister Drummond, thank you. <laughs> we are this close to getting Jerry curls. What would we have done without you? <laughs> Crack. Jesus Christ, a, imagine pitching a show in Hollywood <laughs> in the eighties. All right, black guys, what do you got? <laughs> well, we become successful, and uh, we we beat uh, you know obstacles that are in front of us in every episode. All right. Where's the white guy in this yeah. show? Who's the catalyst? <laughs> Who's the catalyst? <laughs> what are our options? Who are we going with? Um, okay, so that's the white shadow guy. I do yeah. remember it. He's now a coach in high or, school basketball. Yeah, referee. That's dope. Congrats to him. Yeah. And uh, But where's this white guy that you speak of from San Diego? I don't know if Isaac here would help us out. Uh, a bit. And this is the reason why I started this whole damn thing. Isaac, uh, engineer over here. I uh, hope there's a camera on him, but we can we can put him in and post. That's right. But uh, I did say, I go, I'm so sorry. What is your name again? Yeah. And he, you know, he goes, oh, no problem, Isaac, which I should have remembered the first time, because sure. not that many white guys have the name Isaac. They don't. Not too many people have the name Isaac. They that don't. is a very 70s, 80s name. Yes, it is. Isaac was the shit in the 70s. Yeah. Isaac Hayes. Isaac, Isaac uh, the, the 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 bartender on Love Boat, Ted Lang. Ted Lang was Isaac. Yes, he was. 
And uh, and and that and now I'm gonna do word association. So right when he said Isaac, I thought of Ted Lang mm. from Love Boat. So every time I look at Isaac when I come to work, <laughs> and I'm just gonna see a black guy pointing me pointing at me with a red jacket on. <laughs> that is the Love Boat. Soon we'll be making another run, and then point the Love Boat. Yeah, yeah man. So that's that's how I'm gonna think of a. Look at there all these Isaac Newton. Uh, look at all these Isaacs, man. There's a lot of Isaacs. Yeah. So, you know, if you have an Isaac in your family, just, you know, I understand uh, it was a different time. That's not a name that exists anymore. Um, but those Isaacs are far in between. I know a young guy named Isaac, a young kid. Well, he's not a kid, but he's 22, 23. Yeah, that's young. Yeah. That's very young. Yeah. They call, uh, that's Ike. How, they that, call him Ike. Oh, Ike. See, now that name. Are you, are, do they call know. you Ike? Isaac, that's the name of my other show. I'm Ike on Misty and Ike. There you go, All Misty right. and Ike. It's a good plug. Go. That's how we segue into a plug. But what I'm trying to say is, yes. I will always remember Isaac's name till I die, till I die. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got to do. Because you have the vision of Isaac from the Love Boat. Done. Now, and if I come here next week and go, bro, I'm so sorry. That's on me. Yeah. Because there's no way I cannot. If I, right now I'm looking at uh, Isaac right now, and sure. all I'm seeing is that bartender from the Love Boat. Yeah, and we can do that. Those are little tricks that you can do to teach yourself how to think and remember. Yeah, that's how I remember lines in in, in uh, you know in, in, in scripts. You associate it with I something associate else. certain words. I take letters out and yeah. and I, I give them letters. It helps me to remember. Yeah, that those are tricks you do when you're old. Today on the Senior Living episode of the Pod, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I take ice cold showers. To, I'm not even joking. I take freezing ice cold showers, Andre, and you should do it too. Why? Well, one, you're 50, bro. Why? Your well, face finally caught up to your age. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Let me tell you the benefits of uh, ice cold baths. You ready? Yeah. It shocks the system. Okay. You ever go into, you know, if you have a heart attack, what do they do? They shock the system. Yeah. Wake up, motherfucker. Right. Well, that's what cold showers do to you. You ever wake up and you're groggy and you're out of it? Mm -hmm. Shock your system, man. Watch what happens. You wake up, your energy, all the endorphins lighten up. Got it. Everything just starts, your immune system boosts up. Your immune system is like, your body's so shocked, it's like, something must be wrong. Immune system, activate. Ah. Endorphins, activate. What? Everything activates because the body's in shock. What's going on? Why are we freezing cold? Right. We need to protect the body. That's what a nice cold shower does. Okay. And... When you are inflamed, what better to stop inflammation than an ice cold bath? Yeah, Look like, at these athletes sitting in ice baths sure. for 30 minutes. That's not humanly possible. Right. It's not. Shouldn't be. But it shouldn't. Well, it should be. But if you keep doing it every day and train your body yeah. and your body becomes like, uh, you know, used to it and, and it loves it because your body does love it. Bro, I got out of the ice shower today, Isaac. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, I was toweling off and I go, I'm going to go back in. Like I loved it. Wow. I felt so good, man. Wow. And everyone should do it, man. Like, you know, if you're groggy and you're out of it, dude, just shock your system. So is it safe to say that the ice was so nice you had to do it twice? twice. <laughs> and that's how we bring it back. That's why. That's why. They call me D-Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm telling you though, you guys, and that should be for anybody. Mm. You know, we live in a day and age where um, um, prescription drugs are just being promoted. And I don't understand what this is. I, I talked to my son about it and it's it's kind of like, a, it's kind of a intimidating for a parent. You know, prescription drugs have always been a problem. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But now it's being glorified and accepted. And it's just like, it's sad. You know what I mean? It's a, how many times can we blame things on, on the community or the culture or whatever the fuck it is? Yeah. But if there's a little kid walking around calling himself little Zan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You have the responsibility. I'm sorry. When with fame, there comes uh, responsibility. I think he did change his name, by the way. I but, but. To but what? The to damage, little Percocet? But the damage is already... No, I, to your yeah. point, the damage is already the done. The damage is already done. And, 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 and he's protected by our rights. Mm. The, you can... Fuck it. That's why we live in this country and I love it. Call yourself Little Xan. Mm. But make sure you're responsible about it. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you can call, you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's, that's, the, that's the beautiful part about living in America. You get to do that. But... You better have a response. You better be responsible mm -hmm. for everything you do. There's there's repercussions. So get ready for those repercussions. I hope that helps you with your decision making. Yeah. Because now you change your fucking name and you have a bunch of Z's tatted on your goddamn face. <laughs> and once again, I have no problem with people tatting yeah. their face. If you want to tat your face, do it. Right. But like I said, there's responsibilities. And, and unfortunately, we have a bunch of adults that take on these young kids like this and let them do it. You know, uh, these star athletes, which I don't understand. I do understand. You know, you get a kid out the hood, 17 years old, and you promise them 10 million mm -hmm. and the franchise name. Mm -hmm. Damn it. Give him a, a role model to watch him. Yeah. Give him somebody. It is your responsibility. And that's, you know, they weren't doing that for years. Right. And then they were getting mad at the kids, the athletes, because, oh, they're fucking up. But bro, get me a million dollars at 17. <laughs> right. You right. don't think I'll buy a pink ele elephant? <laughs> a am I right? Yeah. You don't think I'd buy a pink elephant sure. at 17 if yeah. I signed a deal for a million dollars not knowing what taxes? What 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 uh, employees are and what a manager makes and what an agent makes yeah. and my social responsibility as being a famous athlete True. and a role model? You think we give a fuck? I just learned how to masturbate. <laughs> Real talk. Right. I just learned how to masturbate, and you just gave me a million dollars. You want me to responsible? Be responsible? No, that's your responsibility. Yeah, no, I agree, and and I, I think you can't grab LeBron James out the hood and make him the franchise player of Cleveland, and not have someone next to him. Yeah, that you should pay for the Cavaliers. You're the one that invested all this money on a kid. For sure. And I'm that, by the way, this has nothing to do with LeBron James. He was just the first name that that went to my head mm -hmm. because he's a kid. There's right. no difference from Little Xan and LeBron James. That, the that, difference is, is that LeBron James was responsible. He knew that in his name, what I do, it, it has repercussions. Mm -hmm. And thank God the Cavaliers protected him. Yeah. Thank God he had that. And you know what? He was just a great kid anyways. He was protected by, you know, love. You know, his circle of love was amazing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You know, from his head coach to his best friends on the teams. Like, the, you know what I mean? Like, he was surrounded in love and, it, and it's a reflection. Yeah. 
I think the uh, NBA, I think they started a course for for kids that, you know, that, that yeah. especially that sign early. Yeah. To give them like a literacy course, which, yeah. you know, helps them transition into adulthood with money. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because it's, 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 it's needed. It's very needed. In, but in the music and entertainment business, there is there is none of that. That's what I was getting at. I know. And, and that's that, what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. You can't be a billion dollar record label right. and then sign this kid mm-hmm. and just walk away. You cannot do that. Because and yes, the- you're protected by freedom of speech. You're allowed to, well, the kid's allowed to say whatever the fuck he wants. And that's why we're here for him. That's why we signed him. Because we enjoy that kind of stuff. And there's an audience for it. But you know what? There's repercussions, But man. I'm, I'm going to present something to you that um, th- there, there's two different industries, obviously. So they have two different agendas, right? So yes. the NBA has an agenda to keep a family-friendly business going. Okay. Um, the record industry, I would say, does not have that agenda. Yeah. And I would even venture to say it's even more to the other side because that publicity... Yeah, you can say it. Demonic. Ha- the pu- <laughs> Is that what you're getting at? Hell no. Wow, okay. Well, you heard it here first, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that I've, there is an agenda. <laughs> publicity. Oh, publicity. Is the agenda at any cost. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Unfortunately... Away from all the rules and the contracts and the 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 laws and all that, mm. one thing you cannot uh, you cannot walk away for or turn your head away from is morals. For sure. Do you have morals as a human being, as a forty year old exec? Yes. When you sign a fifteen year old kid, where are your fucking morals? Absolutely. I don't give a fuck what your agenda is and all that. There's good ways and there's bad ways of doing it. I agree. If you want to dance on the bad side, mm-hmm. then that's you. And like but remember, you, you're responsible, my guy. And like you said, all choices have consequences. Yes. Yeah. Huge. For sure. Huge. Look, look at this kid. Yeah. I mean, and, and okay, look, I'm an old man and I'm talking like an old man right now and I'm sorry, but he's a kid. Yeah. He's someone's kid. Right. You know what I mean? Money makes people change their minds. Money money will make you even look at your kid different. Sure. You see an opportunity to get out of the goddamn trailer park or out of the hood. Fuck it. Tattoo your face, son. Absolutely. Right? I get it. 100% I get that. But remember, please, anyone listening, remember, man, this window in Hollywood, it's hard to keep that shit open, you guys. Yeah. It's hard. When you were a kid, tell me your favorite child star. And I'm not trying to be mean, but just tell me. Who was it? I got several. Right. I got several. And you know what? Windows open, windows closed. Yeah. There's some that are still around and doing it. And God bless them. That's why they, they, you know, love or whatever it was, getting on the right path. That journey is rough. Yeah. But, you know, just remember, man. And the reason why I'm saying that is like, you know, if a kid walks up to me and goes, hey, dad, I want to tat Xanax across my cheek. And you say, yeah, go for it, son. Yeah. yeah. Remember, this window's open for a, a very small amount of time. Yeah. This, this. The money is a little small amount sure. of time. And this, what happens after that? And this town is is, is unique in that way um, because when my daughter was maybe a freshman in high school. Yeah. Um, I took her to a birthday party mm-hmm. of a a celebrity's kid. Yeah. A celebrity kid's birthday party in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets out of the car and immediately as she gets out of the car, there's an, an Instagram model type that gets out of another car yeah. going into the same exact party. And I thought to myself like, well, they, 
they have to be separate. Yeah. <laughs> Separated by something, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know, wristband, anything. So, yeah. so when AJ comes out, you know, I, I, they give you guys, I, I saw so-and-so go in there. Do they give you guys wristbands or anything mm-hmm. to separate? You know, no. And she's 15, she's 15 at the time. So get that. Th- this town is really unique in that way where yeah. they'll, they'll allow the co- the mingling. Mm-hmm. And so, like, y- y- you start not to be able to t- determine where you're supposed to be. You know yeah. what I mean? Everything's not age appropriate here. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. That's a, that's such a great point. And, and I don't even want to... This is how bad it is right now. I don't even want to elaborate on it. Yeah. Because... Because then I'll fight, then it, it comes off that I'm making excuses. Mm, what do you mean? What do you mean? Because you know, like I said, the kids are older looking now, mm. and and we live in a town where mm. they know that, and you're not being responsible. Mm. You can't let a kid come in, dude. You know, unfortunately, yeah, we live in a time. I'll, you know, I'm not even gonna talk about girls. I'm gonna talk about guys. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. I know some 17 year old kids that look 23 right now. Yeah. And that's the times we live in right now. Yeah. Like I told you, I don't know if I told you this, but my son rented, no, it wasn't with you. It was another podcast, but little Joe, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Fake ID. Who didn't have one at our age? Right. I had one. You had one. We right. all had one. Right. Uh, they're easier to get now, bro. Sure. When I did it, mine looked fucking fake. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. My son looks like he's had a job for 20 years. <laughs> right. That's what his ID looks like. Right. Um, but his friend and him rented out an Airbnb to throw a party on Hollywood Boulevard. Wow. I didn't know about it, but yeah. I, I'm at that point now where I tell my son, I want you to tell me everything mm-hmm. and I will never get mad at you. I will get mad at you when you make the wrong fucking decision. That one was a bad decision. Yeah, yeah. But I can't get mad at you now because nothing happened. But I'm hoping that you know yeah. that when you do fuck up, bro, it affects all of us. All of us, for sure. Like I'm in a situation right now that your decision can take everything away from me and him and him. Yeah. So he needs it. And I tell him that all the time, your wrong decision is a decision you're making for all of us. So remember that you're going to take a lot of us away from something that I worked a long time for. And I, and I instill that in his head. And I also tell him, bro, you get drunk. We all get drunk. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and act like we don't get drunk. I'm not going to sit here and act like my son does get drunk because there's going to be parents that are watching this right now going, oh, my God, how can you support that? Yeah. Just telling him that is wrong. You know what? Right. Where were you when you were 17? Yeah. Bullshit, bro. I used to polish off 40s, bro. You remember remember, uh, uh, old English, old (laughs) E's? Do I? You know how many fucking bottles of disgusting old E I used to hammer down? For sure. Bro, in the freezing cold yeah. rain, man. Yeah. I used to, yo, and we used to get it from, uh, uh, you have to write Old English. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you would get it. You know what we did? There it is. Oh, my God. That's a nightmare right there. That tastes like shit. <laughs> Imagine being a 15-year-old kid standing out front of 7-Eleven or whatever, and you got like five bucks. That's supposed to be your lunch money. Right. And you go, hey, man. You know, and then we all pile up, mm-hmm. right, like four of us. Got about 20 bucks. Just get us like f- three or four oldies and you can keep the money. Yep. It, it, every now and then we get a creepy dude who's like, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was the staple. Yeah, that's here. how that's how we got our liquor. Yeah. But there was a, actually a, a store on uh, 12th Street in Tacoma that <laughs> yeah. the, the, the owner would mm-hmm. sell to us anyway. So he didn't care. He didn't give a shit. Oh, God. I don't even want to go in on that one. <laughs> but because uh, <laughs> then it gets bad. Yeah. Um, 
but that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. So, and my mom didn't know. And if I told my mom, you don't think I got to stick to my head? Yeah. I mean, the best you could do now is, is try to teach responsibility. Teach responsibility. I told him what happens. Uh, I also told him this, bro. I'd rather you call me dead ass drunk. Mm-hmm. Shit face drunk, Joe. Call me wherever you're at. I don't give a fuck if you're 40 miles away, Joe, and it's two in the morning. Call your dad. Yeah. And this is my agreement with him. And I, and I hope a lot of parents listen to me because this trust right here that we have is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not only that, he doesn't even do it because I think that's the whole point about being a kid is doing it because someone's telling him that he said no. My dad said no. Fuck that. Let's go. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah, do it. Just call me. Yeah. And here's my agreement with him. You call me anywhere, anytime, and you can be dead. You can be hovering over something, throwing up. I will pick you up. I'll put you in the back seat with a pillow, whatever it is that you need. I'll take care of you. And the next morning, just know I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. But we ain't talking about it. And I ain't yelling at you. I'm not going to wake up and go, you, what the fuck? None of that. Just remember this conversation right now. Your dad is very, very disappointed in you. Right. Because it was a bad decision. Sure. Remember that. Yeah. And you brought my trust down. But I'm going to be so happy because I got you and you're safe. Right. And then. And then he's like, how about if I caught Uber? Hell no. Right. I don't know who's in that. I don't know who's driving. Okay. I don't know who's driving that car. But if you pass out in the back of that seat, I don't know what that person could do to you. Or better yet, kick you out because you're asleep. Yeah. And just dump you on the side of the road. Then what happens to you? That dude has no responsibility to you. Sure. So please call me. Yeah. Now, anyways, that was long-winded. I'm sorry, but... That's that's where it's at with me. Yeah. Well, and and I just again to your point was is about accountability, and that's that's you kind of taking some accountability and responsibility for your son's actions. Yes. In a way, because now you're kind of collaborating with him on what his yeah on what his actions should be. Yes. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. but but there's a lot of adults to your point earlier is that they're not taking any accountability. So again, you have things that are being promoted. Yep. Um, uh, prescription drugs, for example, I, and, I, it, it and, annoys me. And, and and the thing is, and part of that is because prescription drugs are quote unquote technically legal. Yes, that they don't. They didn't, but they're not. They are not. Not for recreational use. Not for recreational use. And how they get these re- uh, prescription drugs? Right. A lot of people go in. Got some elderly uh, family members mm-hmm. just grabbing some prescription drugs just yeah. for the for the hell of it. Yeah. Because they know that there's kids in the family that want it. Hmm. There's some, there's some, you know, that we all or they know. Get, or they get them, they can sell them. It's yeah. Just, yeah so. We all know the ins and outs. Yeah. We all know the game. We all know the hustle. Yeah. We get it. But, bro, there, there, there comes a time. Like, okay, and no disrespect to the cat that you showed me from White Shadow. What's his name? Ken Howard. Ken Howard. Oh, no, 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 no. Stoney Jackson. Stoney Jackson. Okay. God bless him. You know what I mean? He's living a beautiful life. He's doing things for the community. He's, you know what I mean? He's yeah. a ref uh, for, for high school games. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he had a beautiful life in his 20s and stuff. You know, right. he was an actor back then. Right. Imagine if he did, if he made horrible decisions. Like, sure. look at these kids now. They got tats of like, of, you know, I seen uh, the, the, uh, tattoos of clowns on their face and <laughs> right. ice cream cones. Whatever it is, man. That's a lifelong decision. You can do it. I'm glad. God bless you. Do it. But 
to have a bunch of Z's on your face and crying and all that. Imagine when you're 40 and you just wanted to be a high school basketball yeah. coach. Yeah. Yeah, you had better be like, secure in whatever, whatever job is. that got you to get those tattoos. Yeah, whatever be, it is you want to do. You better be secure in that shit. Do it. That's you. Because uh, 21 Savage up there, man. Because you got to own that. Look, 21 Savage well, look got, at, got some well, look good at ones, po- though. Look at, Post. look at 21 Savage. Look at this. Look at that. And th- this dude... By the way, man, this guy's killing it right but he, now. Yeah, but he's a multimillionaire and is. No, 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 I don't care about his money. No, no, no. But what I, but my point in that is saying that I, if if you, if, that's what I was saying is if you feel like you're going to be secure in whatever lane you're in, yeah, and that's and that's the image of the lane you're in, by all means. Yeah, I love twenty twenty one seven. But if you, this have, guy's killing the game, and he is a multimillionaire, and a lot of these kids are. Okay. Uh, but like I said, this dude knew. This is going to be me for a long time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, go ahead and put that cross in the middle of my head, which is fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? You never know. 40 years from now. As he would say, 40 it's, a years kni- from- it's a knife. Hey, hey, look, you got a cross <laughs> in the middle of your forehead. Who knows 40 years from now, you find God, you walk away from uh, rap, and now you're the baddest altar boy, <laughs> dopest pastor, whatever. The tat is fitting. Um, no, but this dude's killing the game. His last album crushed. Crazy. Uh, it, literally, it did crush. It is one no, of he's got dope. the Morgan Freeman runs in between. Dope. Uh, it it is, it, it is got to be probably uh, album of the year right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who else is. Yeah, there's a reason why uh, uh, Drake is behind this guy. Yeah, and he's, uh, dope, he's, dope he's really. You know what I like about Twenty One, and I'm not gonna. You know, all the mumble and, and all that. And I love it all, you guys. I love little, I think little Uzi is on, is on some next level stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love, I love Future. Yeah. Um, I love, uh, oh man, God, who else do I love? Uh, Party Next Door. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to think of young cats. Uh, Migos. Mm. I, I think I'll always love the Migos, yeah. you know, and, uh, I love them all. Um, what I love about Twenty One, mm-hmm. my son gave my son gave it the best. My son gave the best description of Twenty One because my son loves Twenty One. I feel like yes, those guys are in a genre. Right, they're in a genre. Little all of them, a little Uzi and, and right. Migos and Future, and they're dope. They're they're killing it for that genre. Right. I feel like 21 has, and this is what my son said. He goes, Dad, you know what I like about 21? He's got that old school vibe yep. and that old school street gangster yep. mixed with that new, that new exactly. mumble, but it's not really mumble because you hear everything he's saying, exactly. but it's like that same, that flow. And, and, and I was like, that's the, that's the perfect description. That's pretty sharp. Like he hit it, he hit it on the head. Yeah, that was pretty sharp at Joe too. Cause when I first heard 21, I heard, I heard the same thing. Mm. I heard, I heard like, I felt like a nineties feel. Yeah. Just, just in, but, in, but, his, in his gangster, but it, a new, but a new, a but new, a new, yeah. And, and like you believe him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. He's the, he's the one yeah. I believe. Yeah. There's a lot of the new gangsters where I'm like, all right. <laughs> and the Academy Award goes to, uh, yeah. Uh, first and foremost, I like to thank my mama. Uh, <laughs> like, slow down, yeah. yo. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. Okay. But, 
This one I believe. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, I also liked dumb, it when man. he said, I don't wear gold chains. I don't need to buy watches. Yeah. He was like, I, I, I invest my money. Yeah. I ain't going to put that stuff on my chest. You know, and what's funny is now that I'm saying this, and, now, and I'm pretty sure everyone else has heard him say this, but now that I said this, you're going to look at 21 a little different. Because he's the only one doing that, Dre. And I'm glad you said that because you because it kind of circles back to your original point about about the accountability. Yes. Because because he also I think if I'm not if I'm not mistaken he started a liter a financial literacy class. Yep. And and that is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. When you get yours, he he got his now, and now he wants to he wants to teach people how to keep keep get it. it and keep it. Yes. Yeah. Keep it. That's what's up, man. You know what I mean? That's what's up, bro. Like, hey, look. I mean, can... especially in our, I'm sorry not to cut you off, but especially oh. in our community, mm -hmm. like, we need that. Okay. We need that because, and I'm going to say why. Yeah, say I'm going to say why. Because of what what he's saying about about gold chains and, and, and the car and the, and the this and the that. The yeah. things that, the things that are, are, are disposable. One million percent. You know what I mean? Disposable wealth. Disposable wealth. Depreciated and, wealth. Sure. And we... we Serves a, no purpose. We spend a lot of time doing that because I made this point to my wife the other day about cars, right? My sister. And I have... And, yes. And I have no... <laughs> I have no... Um, I have no problem with people with nice cars or anything mm -hmm. of that nature. But I, if you, you can, can speak right to directly to me, if you, can, fine. <laughs> if you can afford it, go get a go get a Porsche if yeah. you can afford it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Go get a Jeep and throw it away if you can yeah. afford yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Tesla and a Tesla. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> let's get back on track. Yeah, yeah. Let's get back on track. Uh, uh, my point was yes. is that is that a lot of times in our community we go get a nice car before we get a home because you can't pack up the home and carry it around and show it to people. The car you can drive around, you can pull up, and that is part of our culture. I love you for saying that yeah. and recognizing that. And the reason why is uh, Ruben Paul, beautiful comic, one of my favorite uh, comics out there. Go look him up. Um, Follow him. Go see him when when we open up and start uh, opening up these comedy clubs. Please go see Ruben Paul. But anyways, I had this discussion with Ruben Paul, and uh, yeah, that's him right there, Ruben Paul. Uh, so funny. You met him, Andre? I've not. I'm oh, you haven't? No. He was at he was at uh, the forum. Okay. Uh, when I was there, um, and this was a conversation that I was just uh, just basic conversation, right? And. Uh, it was about gold chains. Mm -hmm. And I was being a dick. I love gold chains, by the way. I know. And, <laughs> and, and, no, but I'm talking about the heavy hitting. Yeah. yeah. You know, the yeah. hollows. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? The hollow ropes. Yeah. And the links. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you know, that, that ghetto fab shit, right? right? And I was just like, why, why is that such a significant thing mm -hmm. with the gold piece? Why the Jesus piece with the diamond eyes? Like, what, what is that? Like, every time, they make it. They gotta have the Jesus piece, and it's like, I mean, I, I, I just can't wear jewelry. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I love my watches, mm -hmm. but, um, but on my neck I can't. Right. But I didn't understand the multi, the fifteen chains and the blah okay. blah blah. Just explain it to me. And what he did is not only did he explain the reason behind that, mm -hmm. but I also I identified with it. Yeah, sure. I had no idea how relatable that shit was to my family sure. as it was to his. Yeah. And let me tell you what Ruben Paul said to me. Ruben said exactly what you just said. It's our culture. Mm -hmm. When you're a, you know, when you come up the way we came up, 
or we didn't have uh, much. Yeah. When you live in the hood and everyone's broke, I don't know why I'm giving him this voice. He doesn't even talk like that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm presenting Reuben Paul as uh, Damon Dash. <laughs> but he he did say, he goes, when you come yeah. from the hood and you right. come from nothing sure. and, and you have the whole world calling you a certain something and you feel oppressed when you get a little bit of cheese. Yep. To show the fucking world that I'm not any of those, yep. I'm wearing that motherfucker on my neck. That's right. That's right. I'm aware that gold ass Jesus piece. Because one, I love Jesus. And two, I can afford Jesus. Right. Look at this shit. Look what the fuck I'm I bro- got. I'm broke at home, but you don't know that. Right. Yep. I'm a walk around broke. Yep. And I'm going to show you why I got this shit on my neck. Yeah. I make more than you. How? Look at my fucking <laughs> neck. Yep. Yeah. And that's real talk. It's real. Get every Filipino immigrant, get every fucking Filipino immigrant that lives here, the ones that came from the Philippines to try and start a family here, look what the fuck they're wearing. Mm -hmm. Look how much gold is wrapped on my mom's body. Yep. When we had nothing, when we went out to eat at Red Lobster and just trying to scrape up on a Sunday, Mm -hmm. my mom had every fucking gold piece on her body. Yeah. I'm not even joking, bro. I believe you. She would make Slick Rick look stupid, man. <laughs> she would have six bot chains. She right. would have just always gold. Yeah. My mom, every time my mom had a little bit of money, and by the way, these gold pieces weren't like a thousand dollars a chain. My mom would just dump like ninety nine bucks right. on a thin chain just right. to have it. Yep. And then she would say, That's an investment, Joseph. It would always hold its value. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. <laughs> you gotta find someone that wants a fucking Jesus piece. And then you got to sell it for less than what you paid. It's not an investment. What are you talking about? And then you got to hope to God no one rips it from your neck. Right. Yeah. But anyways, my mom would have it all on her wrist. All in. Just look at and it. What that is, it's the same mentality, man. Mm-hmm. When you come from poverty, when you come from nothing, yeah. and now you have an opportunity to show. To show. Yeah. And it's not even the. Yes, it is to impress the people that aren't Filipino. Mm-hmm. Just to show them, like, that, look, I made it. Yeah. In your country, I made it. Yeah. But it's also to show the, it's more to show. Your own people. Your own people. Yeah. You're, oh, you're still there? I'm I'm seven chains in already. <laughs> I'm seven chains in, and I have, <laughs> and I have a, a, a 2,000 uh, Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it, There's nothing man. wrong with that. There's not. There's, there's not, nothing actually. Wrong with that. So, anyways, but the longevity of money, you better make sure that you better make sure. And I love, and I loved when Twenty One Savage goes. I ain't wearing that. Yeah. I don't need a gold watch iced out. Yeah, I don't need gold chains. Yeah, stop leasing your life, you guys. You know what I mean? When you come into some money, man, dude, that it is not with you. Remember that, especially in the entertainment business, man. You got a lot of people to pay for. It costs money to make money. Yeah. You know what I mean? No the doubt. more money, the more problems. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. No. It's real talk. Yeah. That was real lyrics from that dude, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. listen to him. Like, dude, invest your money, man. The first thing, I'll say it right now. Tia Carrera said it to me. I'll say it right now, live. Mm-hmm. When I invested in my condo, I thought I made it. Yeah. You know, I have a condo. Yeah. I'm done. My son's gonna be happy. Daddy got a place to live. We we ain't in a, we don't have roommates anymore. Mm-hmm. And then Tia goes, "Did you pay it off yet?" Yeah. 
my manager kept telling me, don't pay it off, man. It's good tax write-off. T was like, how about when the work stops? Right. Can you pay it? Right. I swear to God, she said that to me. And I was like, no. I can't pay this with Nordstrom Rack money. Yeah. Dude, it was my goal to pay that shit off. Yeah. Pay it off. And then when I paid it off, my son was like, I was about to get a car because I'm addicted to cars. By the way, cars, no matter how many cars <laughs> I have, don't get mad at me. Okay. Cars, cars are just, uh, this is how you look at a car. A car is just uh, a long Uber. <laughs> yes. Real talk. Yes. Do you want to Uber every day or do you want to have your own Uber waiting for you all I the time, 24 7? I, I never thought about it that because way. Because that's yeah. all it is. It's not an investment, it's not a necessity. Well, it is a necessity, but you don't really need it. You really don't. It's a luxury that you have. But here's the benefit of being in the entertainment business that Andre and I and Isaac have is we get to write that expense off. Yeah. It's a beautiful write-off. But if you buy the car, you can't write it off. Right. You have to lease it. So every three years, I have a new car. It's not where it's my car. I get to do whatever I want with it. Yeah. If I go over my miles, I don't care. So it's all a write-off for me. So that's why I have my, my new car. Cars are just going to be cars. It doesn't yeah. matter where you live. It's a bad investment. Don't buy it. You <laughs> don't need it. If you can find a way to write it off, lease it, whatever you can do. Yeah. That's that's a great that's my best business advice to you. But I will say this. Your house? Yes. Find a way to pay that shit off. If if you come in like 21 Savage man, you got all that money, first thing you do is buy that house. Yeah. Pay it off. Cuz they can't take that away. Right. That, that's my house. Right. Worst comes to worst. I'll, I guess I'll lease it out. Yeah. But guess what? I just made more money. For sure. You lease that thing out for a couple of years. Guess what? You sell it. All that money you made off the lease. Yeah. I mean, there's no better profit margin than, than real estate. I'm for sorry. Sure. That, so, that, yeah. That land is always going to be. It's always going to be. It's yeah. always going to make you money. Yeah. It's a great write off. It's it's a, man. I'm going long on this one. I'm no. sorry. No, man. People but, need to hear that though. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, but, but yeah, but what we were getting at earlier is, is the responsibility. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and this prescription drug thing, I know I'm going back to that. Um, you know, now it's looked at and glorified. And, and I don't get it. It's scary. Because I don't like prescription drugs. Right. Me neither. You know, I have my tooth worked on. And here's a perfect example of uh, why natural health is uh, real. Mm -hmm. If you can find a way to cure shit naturally, do it. Yeah. Holistic, right? Yeah. Holistic doctors, they help you find that whatever? I think, yeah. Holistic, Am I right, Isaac? Holistic, homeopathic. Homeopathic, mm -hmm. is that right? Yeah. Okay, instead of Western medicine, right? Right. I guess Eastern medicine is very natural too, right? Sure. So anyways, what I'm getting at is, what I'm getting at is, um, here we go, we'll pull it up, holistic. Yeah, see, medicine with uh, with the earth, right? Sure. Man, you ever find a tribe or, uh, or <laughs> you ever find a tribe living off the land? Yeah. I mean, just be honest. What, what, what are they suffering from? Probably nothing. <laughs> Probably nothing. You know what I mean? Right. I, mean, I bet you they got a cure for anything if you live on that land with them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You got a headache. They probably grab some deer shit, <laughs> stick it on your temples. You eat some cherry broth, eat okay. the stem. I'm just making shit up, but yeah. I guarantee they'll find a mixture from the earth and make you make it 
and, and cure you. Right. Uh, and the reason why I'm saying that is because the reason why uh, prescription drugs scare me is I had a root canal, mm-hmm. emergency root canal yesterday. They ripped out all three uh, nerves out of my, my molar back here and uh, ripped it out last night. And uh, before I came here, I was eating and I forgot mm. that I just had work done and I was eating chips. Oh, no. And I started pounding and crunching and crunching and crunching on the left side of my mouth. <laughs> Bro. We're, we're all wincing. Immediate headache. <laughs> immediate pain on my, my left side. Just like, and then I was just like, fuck, I forgot yeah. that that was drilled out. Right. And, and of course, my, my, my ibuprofen wore out from last night. Uh, the, the numbing, you know, he mm-hmm. shot me up six times on my mouth. That's kind of worn out now. Now, now the real pain is setting in. And, uh, and when I sat down before we said you're on, I was like, my head was like, Oh God, was yeah. I not? Yeah. And why am I not talking about it right now? Because the natural adrenaline that's mm-hmm. running through my system right now has made me forgot about my mouth. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. When I go back into my car and I start relaxing and my, my heart cry. rate comes cry. down. It's a, yeah. Uh, yeah, I will. But yeah. what I'm saying is naturally you can conquer shit. No, for sure. For sure. And that's why prescription drugs scare me. That's that's why, look, I'm even lisping. But that's why when he offered codeine for me, I was like, no, I'm good, man. He's yeah. like, oh, but it's really going to hurt. I'm like, well, that's that's your body telling you that it's not right. That's yeah. what pain is. Right. If you don't have pain, how do you know it's broken? That's why all these football players, you know, and I don't want to call anybody out except for, uh, what's his name? Er, uh, he played for, uh, he was a... Linebacker for uh, the Bears, Ulecker, Erlecker. 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 He he came out and said it. He was addicted to that Superman uh, mm-hmm. uh, drug that they used to do administer uh, in the NFL. I don't yeah. know if it's illegal now, but they used to line up for it every game with yeah. their asses out. Yeah, all of them got their pants down. Let's go, bro. <laughs> Let's go. I ain't about to get taken out the game tonight. Right. Right. Shoot me, boom! Shoot a Superman drug. They don't even. They don't even know if their femurs broke. They're it's gonna crazy. play. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he said it. He came out and said it. And they go, "Would you ever do it again?" Knowing, knowing what you know now, he goes, "Yeah, yeah." That's what he said. Because that's what the pressure of of being famous, They're trying to maintain and career. money, yeah. and feeding your family. Yeah. You know those guys. Uh, you know, unfortunately, the NFL has this thing where. You can get fired tomorrow, and they don't owe you any of your contract right, unless right. you're, you know, unless you're franchise guy or whatever. But if you're Joe Schmo up on the line, you better hope to God you don't crack your ankle. Right, right. I mean, we all saw what happened to what is his name, Dax? What's yeah, his name? Dax. Look at him. Yeah, dude was gambling on himself. They offered him five years, hundred whatever million. Right. He said no to it because he felt he was worth more, and he was. was. He was and worth. He was. Yeah. And he gambled on himself. He took a one-year deal, and that's why he was crying when they were pulling him off. Because he knows right now, <laughs> yeah. this could be the end of it. Yeah. yeah. That's how cutthroat the NFL is. Yeah. You know? And that's why that drug is just, you know, and I get, hey, look, man, I ain't trying to call nobody out. This is something I saw on, an, on a documentary, and I'm, and I, <laughs> right. no, I'm just trying yeah, to yeah, cover right. myself. I'm right. trying to cover my ass, right? Because right. I love the NFL. I ain't calling nobody out. Right. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of pressure being at that level. That is the highest level and the most dangerous sport. The most dangerous sport. Sure. I see these guys get cracked and get up, and I don't know if they're really getting up, bro. Honestly. Yeah. 
How the fuck are you going to get hit by a dude that's 260 pounds and knows how to hit somebody fully armored and cracks you when you're not even looking and then you get up and then point for first down? You ain't there. <laughs> you're not there. Well, because it's just like repeated car crashes yes, over bro, and over but again. It's also an act because I heard um, who said it to me. Uh, no one said it to me. I heard it in a documentary that if you wince or make that grunt, they know they got you. Mm. Okay. It's just like a lion, dude. Okay. Yeah. It's like a lion, man. When two lions are roaring at each other, they're, yeah. they're inside they're both like, please don't hit me. That makes sense. Please don't bite my mane right now. That makes sense. Yeah. But I'm a roar. I'm a roar till we have to fight. Yeah. That's what that shit is, man. It's, and, a, uh, it's a gladiator sport. It's man. a gladiator sport. But, yo, that's that's the dangers of prescription drugs, man. Pain is needed. How the fuck do you not know? It, you know, don't numb the pain. Yeah. That's why headache, That that's why, you know, Tylenol and Excedrin is one of the top. Did you know it was one of the top 10 poisons? No. Did you know that Tylenol, Excedrin, and Bayer, or not Bayer, but those headache medicines, uh, top 10. Damn. In poisons. It's crazy. Do you know what that stuff does? We've been taking Excedrin our whole lives. I'm never going to get an Excedrin endorsement. <laughs> but uh, look, 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 look at it. It's yeah. uh, it's one of top 10 more items. It, it's the ingredient that the active ingredient in Excedrin is top 10 poison. And and the thing is, no one ever asks, what's Excedrin? Well, mm. when I take it, man, what if I have a throbbing headache, I take et cetera, and it's gone. Mm. Well, guess what, you guys? It didn't get rid of your headache. Do you know what it does? It numbs your brain. Ah. It numbs your brain so you don't feel the headache. Then you're supposed to hydrate. That's the number one rule to taking this medication because they go, oh, you need to take a lot of water to flush that poison out. No, it's because you really need to hydrate. Yeah. That's probably why you have the, have, headache. Have the headache. But no one with. wants to drink a gallon of water. <laughs> we want that fucking headache gone right, now. Now. So right. give me a glass of water and two Excedrin. Yeah. And that's what, and then you drink eight glasses of water, which is what you're supposed to drink all the time. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I had I had a couple like a close call with like prescription drugs and and I was taking um I think it was may have been it was either Percocet or what's the other you one? Can say Vic it, man. Vicodin. Yeah, say Vicodin. it. Say what you were addicted to, Trey. <laughs> Vicodin. Yeah, it was Perks. Vicodin. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I was like, to, you know, I like to yeah get yeah. going. Oxy, you know. you're yeah, on yeah, that yeah, oxy. A little oxy. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a few days in, I started feeling like I, when I when I wasn't taking it, yeah, four or five hours would go by, yeah, and I'd get like. Anxious, anxious, and yeah, and, and antsy, and I was yeah. like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, you know what I mean. And then I was like, "Holy shit, this it's, is this is the start of an addiction." Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. now what happened is, uh, like I said earlier, you shock your system, right? When you shock your system, your body naturally defense. It's defense. It's war. Yeah. There's war on the body. Let's protect it. Right. So when you shock the system with cold water, uh, everything naturally go, comes out to protect right. it. But when you stick some other dude in there, yeah. in your body, like, well, no, 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 you guys, here you go. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Yo, you guys, go back to wherever it was, relax. man. Everybody Endorphins, relax. go back to sleep. Everybody go back to sleep. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then what happens? When I got it, guy leaves, and yeah. you're still in pain, well, everything's still back in the cut. Yep. 
Oh yeah, he said he got it. We're good. Yeah, we'll just we'll chill back here, man. He he got it right. Right. They, they take a peek out the door. Well, he's got to be in there, right? He's probably working hard because it's this is awful pain. So he's probably working real. We'll we'll chill. We'll yeah, chill. yeah, yeah. God damn, where is he? Is there a direct line? Right. Now they're calling for him. That's the addiction. Now you're scratching your face. Yo, yeah. who are you? That's the body trying to activate it. Yeah. That's what that is. That's what addiction is. And 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 my. This is why prescription drugs scare me. And look, dude, yes, we do need it. There's people that need it. There's responsibility, though. Make sure you, you know, I'm not trying to say don't take it. Yeah. Everyone needs it. There's a lot of- Just be aware. Be aware. Be aware. Be Make sure you're surrounded with love. You know what I mean? Yeah. If Andre was next to me and he saw me popping, he'd, he'd pull me to the side. I know he would. That's who you need to surround yourself with. Look at your inner circle. You know what I mean? But, but what I'm getting at is- when you're born, Isaac, yep. when everyone's born, we're all Ferraris. Did I talk about this last time? No. We're all Ferraris. Or at least I was a Ferrari. You were a Ferrari. Isaac was a, whatever. I'm like Oprah in here right now. <laughs> Everything is just think of this. Think of this. Think of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. All, well, better yet, all of our souls are, are beautiful. Yeah. Not everybody has the same car. Okay. I will say that. My car was a Ferrari. Your car was a Ferrari. Isaac, your car was a Ferrari. Okay? Okay. Fair enough. The best parts in the game is in a Ferrari. That's why it's worth $600,000, right? Mm -hmm. Off the lot. Right. That's how much we got everything. All our shocks are working. Everything's working. Our engine's running. Everything. Yeah. What fucks up a Ferrari? Well, years of being on the road. Mm -hmm. What you put in the Ferrari. Mm -hmm. Did you change the oil all the time? When you heard something rattle, did you fix it? It starts to break down. That's yeah. why the value goes down. When we get older, right? We're yeah. still a Ferrari, but now we got to maintain it. Right. And by the way, our Ferrari starts telling us, hey man, your shoulder's not working. Right. All right? It's giving off a sign. It's a check engine light. Let's. It's a check engine light. Yeah. Now you go see someone to check the engine. Now the... They see the check in. Oh, they go. Oh, yeah. You know what? What what happens? Oh, it doesn't. You know, when I was a kid, I used to be able to throw a baseball, but now it kind of hurts when I do this. Yeah. Oh well, you know what? Try this prescription. That's not fixing it, man. Right. If you took a Ferrari into a, a mechanic, goes, "Hey, man, when I bought this car and I made a right, it never made this clicking sound." Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Well, let me check that part real quick. Oh, well, this is what you need. You need to do this. You need to do that. Blah, 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 and grease it up. Right. Back to normal, right? But if you went into that that mechanic and went, hey, when I, you know, when I had this car and I made it right, and never made this click, he said, now it does. Oh, well, you know what? Put these earmuffs on. <laughs> Do you hear it now? <laughs> no, I don't hear it. You're good. Yeah. That's what prescription drugs are. Yeah. Or I got some duct tape. You know, some I duct got some tape. duct tape. But see, the reason why I say earmuffs is because the sound's still there. But you can't hear it because you got the mm. earmuffs on. Mm-hmm. And that's what prescription drugs are. The pain's still there, yeah, but you don't feel it, right? Someone just put earmuffs on. Yeah, you're not fixing it. Fix it, man. I, yeah. you know that that's my that's my scenario. That's why that's why I'm you know and I, you know I also have addiction in my family, mm -hmm. so that that's already there. Uh, and and you know I don't I don't want it. Like, it. It's scary, man. When I when when he offered yesterday, I just said no. I can I can handle it. Because when the pain's gone, that means it's healed. Yeah. But when the pain's there, guess what? It's not healed. Yeah. So anyways, well, that since, was a long story. Was it not, Isaac? No, it was all right. Since, but we can animate it. It'll be cool. <laughs> since the uh, <laughs> pandemic started, like we've watched 
probably every show known to man on on, on TV, right? Yes. So, um, we watched uh, it's this, my six hundred pound life. Oh yes, right? I saw that. And so one episode, and there was there was a lady on there who was taking eighty pills a day. Whoa! Damn. I mean, it was it was like for diabetes, for high oh blood pressure, God. for low blood pressure, for yeah. you, you know what I mean. It was just it was everything, Man. and. It, it, to your point, it was it was the earmuffs, right? It, yeah. Those were the earmuffs. That's earmuffs. When what she really needed yeah. was a diet and exercise plan. 100%. And they don't want to hear that. Don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear it. And and furthermore, people that are helping her don't really want to go there because, they don't it's, help. It, because it's too much work. It's too much work. You're so right, man. It's crazy. That's all that is. That, those are the earmuffs. Yeah. But my knee hurts. Yeah. The doctor doesn't go, that's because you have 400 pounds on it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. You have 400 pounds on your knee and yeah. your knee is saying, help. Yeah. Is that's that, what that's exactly is. what it is. Pain is saying help. Help. Yes. But I don't want to hear it say help. Well, then here, try this. Yeah. What happens is this poison goes to your knee and numbs it and it won't tell you to, that, that you need help anymore. Right. And... You can go back to eating French toast sticks. Those fucking things are delicious. At, those things are delicious at two o'clock in the morning. You talk about you an addiction. T- you got to tell you t- me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you taught me about French toast sticks, bro. Bro. Oh, my God. I get it. So delicious. Right. Well, here's the thing. Andre likes French toast. I don't know what it is about the French, and I don't know what it is about the toast. But when they come together, yeah. it's an amazing treat. It is. And it's also a very delicious breakfast. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's the that you can eat I, for dinner. I think it's the gluten. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> what is it about gluten that is so delicious? I don't know, but when you combine it with French, oh, watch out. When when a doctor says to you, and God bless your heart, if you're gluten free. Right? Is that what it's called when yeah. you, I'm gluten free? Yeah. Uh, God bless your heart. I get it. You know, it's allergic, right? People are allergic yeah. to it. Yeah. God bless your heart. I feel sorry for you. Um, but imagine a doctor saying you can't eat gluten. That's like literally saying you can't eat delicious. Yeah. Well, don't you stop breathing now? Yeah. Too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you want to just? <laughs> Here's the thing. You're le- you're allergic to oxygen. <laughs> what? Yeah. You might want to stop talking to me. I know. I mean, it just it. There's so much under the la- under the gluten umbrella, right? Yeah, all, all the good stuff. All the good stuff. All the good stuff. Tortillas. Is oh, tortillas. Flour tortillas. <laughs> oh. Cake. Uh, oh, cake. Bro, I am a cake fanatic. What are those one uh, rolls called? Oh the, my god. The Hawaiian. Ro- oh, Hawaiian rolls. Yeah. Oh. No more. No more. It's done. You can't. You're gluten. Wow. What can you eat when you're gluten? Well, I'll name off four. You ready for this? Yeah. You can eat breath. (laughs) (laughs) You can eat your own breath. You can have a lemon. Uh, A fruit. Probably whatever fruit you want. Yeah. Well, these fruits are delicious. You can have avocado. Yeah. 
which I still feel avocado falls in the vegetable side, but yeah, they want to put it in the, uh, that's the thing with avocado and tomato. tomato right? I'm just, what yo, yo, stop fucking with us, man. Tomato is not a fruit and avocado is not a vegetable. No. Just flip the two. If it doesn't remind yourself. me of sugar, it's not a fruit. Bro, if it's not sweet, <laughs> better yet, if I don't say, hey, we need to add something to this. <laughs> am I right? Yeah. If yeah. I have to go, hey, yeah. we should add some sugar to this, <laughs> yeah. that's not a fruit. Exactly. Yeah. Fruit is never supposed to taste bland and salty. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I mean, I like avocado. It's the healthy fat. I like, I like avocado. I like avocado, but I need to add that to something. Or, which I like to do, mm-hmm. is the Filipino secret, and you're going to like it because you're black. Okay. Condensed milk. Ah, love condensed milk. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. That is, uh, that's what the poor. Yeah. It's very, that's the poor man's candy. It's very close to powdered milk. It's very which close. The, which the government gave which you. Which is the government milk. <laughs> but condensed milk, poor people usually have cans of those oh, in their yeah. pantry. Boom. Stock Eagle up. brand. Don't even show any other brand. <laughs> but that bullshit with the, whatever that... What is that? A sheep or whatever the fuck that thing is? It's like the a black and white. What the? No, no, black seen, and white. Fuck that. I've never seen that ever. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Eagle brand. That's the one we always I think had. We Which had one did you have? Oh yeah, carnation. Yeah, carnation yeah. was yeah a little bit for the rich. Borden's <laughs> Eagle brand. Yep. And you you know what we used to do to crack it open? Oh my god, you're gonna love this. What's that? So you know the. It's a, it's like a little triangle. It's yes. A, it's a triangle. And you pop it and open. And you pop one side, and, and then your mom says, pop the other. <laughs> you have to pop the other, or it won't pour Or it won't pour. <laughs> and your mom would look at you. If you only popped one side, your mom would just look at you. <laughs> what are you doing? It's not coming up. Pop the other side. That is What's some, the name of that thing? That is some ghetto it's shit. It's called a, a church a church key can. <laughs> is that what it's called? That's what it says, I think. I've never known That's what that That's what it's called. called. That ghetto ass. That is, I, and we didn't have the good one with the thick handle. We, no. had, that, we had the one that looked like it came off a license plate. <laughs> It looks like military that's issue. Military. That's that. That, <laughs> that shit was. <laughs> you're stupid. That's the one they gave you when you joined the military. They gave you that and dog tags. Bro. Yep. Bro. That was that's, it, man. That is poor people's shit right For there. Real. That can opener. Yep. And, and uh, that Borden's condensed milk. Dude, let me tell you, man, yo, poor people food is always the most delicious. Right. Get some avocados. Can I get my camera? Get some avocados. Slice them up. Put it on a plate. Get your Borden's condensed milk put with two triangles on top on the whole uh, on the top part of the can and gently glaze the avocado with it. What? Just glaze the avocado. I'm telling you, Andre, oh my God, do it man. tonight. Really? You will eat probably 10 avocados tonight. What? It's so damn good. And don't smother it with condensed milk like this one's gonna. <laughs> Just drizzle it. Just give it oh. enough of that sweet that it really deserves. I'm telling you, man, that is a Filipino dish. What? Mm-hmm. That's I'm telling you. I'm surprised I that's haven't Filipino been, cereal, bro. I haven't been introduced to this yet. That's Filipino cereal. I have to have a conversation. You when put I get that home. in a bowl. Get some condensed milk. Shit. Damn. Put a little ice cold evaporated milk. Oof. 
<laughs> oh, that's Filipino ice cream, my guy. <laughs> I, got, I gotta have that. I gotta it's try delicious. That. I'm telling you, man. It's crazy. Yep, it is crazy. Try it tonight, you guys. Better yet, just cut the avocado in half, take the seed out, and put a little uh, condensed milk in like the Like a middle. little bowl? Yeah, like a bowl and just scoop it out yourself. What? But that, that, that's a great picture, Isaac. That's what mine always looked like right there, the one on the plate. That's how I would make it. This is a life hack. Dude, right I here. would clean this up, bro. It, what was it called? That. Borden's Eagle brand? Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's the can right there, bro. Got to try it, man. Got to try it. I just man. got into avocados recently, man, over the last... Well, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm vegetarian yeah. over the past three years, It's four crazy years. to even hear that. I know, man. You were such a meat eater. I was, mm -hmm. and it was so bad for me, too. Has your um, congestion subsided? Is that is that the right word, Isaac? Yeah, it was yes. great. That was pretty nice how you put that together. Um, yeah. yeah I, it has. Because you used to be real snotty. Yeah. You were a very phlegm-phlegm guy. Yeah. Every time I would talk to Andre, it always followed up with a cough. If I made Andre laugh, it would be a cough laugh. Yes. Uh, and that has to do with meat. That's that is a, a very of, red meat kind of guy. a lot of activities that I've recently cut out. Yeah. You I still don't, I don't smoke, drink. though. No, I don't. You're a liar. No, I don't. You're a liar. I do not. Andre, you've told me you stopped smoking so many times, and I'll catch your <laughs> fucking ass on the balcony. You know I've dri I've driven past your house and saw you smoking what? on the balcony one How time? recent? Yesterday. How, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but have you honestly and stopped I smoking? And I, and I, I have. And, and I, don't, um, I don't drink as much alcohol either, so it's, yeah. like, it's like Yeah, but when you do... Woo! Time, Yo, uh, man, get busy, baby. If we, I know we live in a time. If we're gonna do it, do it big. I mean, but that's the thing is that when I do, I do it. And yeah, then you I, do it real and big, then, and, then, I, and I'm not even joking, that you guys. Sounds like judgment, but but I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, okay, we live in a time where everyone's sensitive, and and it's and it's hard to uh, talk about race. Ugh. I love it. Uh, I made a living off of it, but I I love pointing out. The gen, the general stuff. Yeah. The the stereotypes. Sure. Um, Your drink of choice is what? Now? No, but when you used to get drunk, when you and I would sip sip a little. I would drink Hennessy. Right. And there's the stereotype. Now listen, Filipinos like Jameson. There's the stereotype. Yeah. Okay? That's what we do. Yes, that is a general thing. Can yes, I say something I really quick? Yes, please. Why do I find it odd that Filipinos like Irish whiskey, but I don't find it odd that black people like French cognac? Isn't that weird? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. It has to go back to when whoever colonized us. Oh, yeah, maybe. You know, or how good the French people were to black people. Weren't they a little bit better? <laughs> No, I'm not even joking. I have no idea. No, I'm not even joking. And I don't this know. This is just have... me. This is just me, like no, I have generally no... thinking. But every time I watched history on, you know, slavery mm. or whatever, I always felt like the French were the ones to Maybe. bring in and teach, and like they always went abroad, and you know, there was always. That's possible. I don't know, that's just me. And that's may me be being from... ignorant, by the way. No, I'm no, not no. Just, but it, I'm if, not throwing you, some shit you, out. No, no, no. It, that that um. You may there may be, may be some truth to that. No, really. Like as far as like because if you go to Louisiana, it's very French for sure. It's very French for sure. But I'm thinking and and the 
black uh, community there is very French driven. Yeah, for sure. And I'm thinking also uh, the war, like military. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, and, and but why is Jameson such a maybe it had something to do with the war, too. Maybe mm. in World War Two, when the, the soldiers were in uh, in the Philippines, they brought over tons of liquor and, and the choice was maybe Jameson. I don't know. Yeah. But there's got to be a connection. There's got to be a reason why it's part of our... Our makeup. Our makeup. Yeah. And there's a reason why it's our stereotype. You know right. what I mean? Because right. a lot of us do it. <laughs> right. I can bring Jameson to any Filipino uncle when he opens it for a gift. He's like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> it's exactly what I wanted. Wow, I just ran out. Thank you so much, Joseph. Wow, this is the Costco version of one. Wow. I didn't know they make it this big. I would have always buy this one. <laughs> Why do I keep buying the small one? I will say this. I went to a Filipino uh, gathering mm -hmm. um, some years ago. and Killing that Jameson, and huh? <laughs> No. Well, surprisingly, they, they had a No, they had a bottle of Hennessy on the table. Well, and, yeah, but, but and Filipinos well, and black people are the same people. But here's the thing. They knew how bad I wanted. Oh, so bad. They made me. But there's what they made me do. What? They were like, first you have to eat this goat. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking liar. They did not threaten you to eat goat to drink to God, Hennessy, I man. I swear to God, they made me, they made me Dre, eat goat. you are lying right I swear now. To God. And five minutes later, I was like, can I get that? <laughs> <laughs> you ate the goat? I did. Yo, why do Filipinos love goats so much? You know, um, I just started wearing crewnecks. Yeah. But I finally found a brand that's a little bit low. I just, it's noticed just a that. little low. I didn't yeah. even notice it. I just yeah. started, and I don't wear them too often. Right. I'll always wear a v neck. But I want you to know when I was a kid, what I do is on my crew necks, I would put this index finger right here. I'm PTSD to the fullest. And I would stretch it down yeah. past my belly button. Because yeah. I couldn't let anything. That's why I don't wear gold chains. Now that I'm talking about it, mm -hmm. I'm freaking out right now. But I would stretch it down to my belly button, and all my shirts look like v necks. Right. And my mom would always go, oh, is it the goat? Was it the goat? Like she'd fuck with me. And I would cry because my uncle, my Chonardin, Mona's dad. Are you listening to this, Isaac? Yep. Because I lived in the Philippines for six years, right? So from, I think I was five to like 11. Fuck it. I told you the story, didn't mm -hmm. I? And Mona had a, I think it was Mona or one of the girls. And they brought a goat to the yeah. house. Yeah. Cute fucking. Now, when you're in the Philippines, when you buy a goat, that's party about to go down. <laughs> it's so we're celebrating life. Right. Got a goat. <sighs> so they brought the goat. He went and got the goat at like eight o'clock in the morning. All of course, all the kids wake up and see this cute little goat running around. Yeah. Now we're chasing the goat. We're playing with the goat. Yeah. We're feeding it's the like goat. I'm hugging the goat. Yeah. I'm kissing the goat. Yeah. It's the cutest fucking goat. Until one o'clock in the afternoon. And we're all gathered around, and my uncle ties up all its legs, or the two hind legs, and starts hoisting it up on this, the backyard tree. This is the same goat you were playing same with. Same goat we played with all night. I'm about to I'm about to cry right now. Ugh. And all of us, you know, Mona and I must have been about six or seven. And you know, we played with that goat all night. Ugh. He put a big pan underneath the head. Right, I remember this big ass pan he put underneath it, and then he and then the guy started sharpening the the God. knife, 
And then he slit that damn goat's throat oh. right on the jugular and let it bleed out. Wow. And I screamed and I fucking cried. I was in that room. I was so mad. I was so fucking mad. I was crying the whole night. Uh, and then I couldn't let anyone touch my neck. Yeah. And then for years, like right now, I, I'm really doing this right. for real. Right. But like just talking about it. And and I would just for years, this is me. Wow. And I could never wear crew necks. And when I did, I'd always do this. Yeah. Like so I would always end up like this. And then V-Nex came out and I couldn't stop buying free. And like to this day, I still wear V-Nex. But I finally found a brand where I can uh, uh, wear a, sh- a, a crew neck. Yeah. And uh, it's a little bit low and whatever. But yeah, man, that shit fucked me up. That's crazy. What it is about Filipinos and goats. I don't know, man. Because every time I see a goat, it, 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 it's so close to a dog to me that I, I don't. I don't Why understand. would you do that? Yeah. Do that dumb old cow. Do it to that. <laughs> Cow looks like it wants it. Like, though, when you look at a cow eat grass, it just looks like it say, "Hey, man, slip my throat." <laughs> I've been laying in my own shit. Can, can I get my camera? Just, just slip my throat. I've been laying in my shit for the past two days. Kill me. <laughs> but a goat looks so much fun. You know what a yoga? Yeah. When a goat, uh, when you see a goat, you know what the goat does? Hey, stretch. You ever do a yoga? Goat yoga. <laughs> Get in like some stretch position. I'll balance on your shoulder. It's like a team. I'm your friend. Look at my eyes. They're they, not even real. They do look playful. They the, do. Their look eyes at my pupils. do not look real. What is that? I don't the know. Eyes, it's the eyes. demonic. Maybe we should slit their throat. <laughs> Demon ass eyes. <laughs> See, so that's why, man. Like stereotypes. I don't know, man. It's the way you use it, and it's the way you say it. It is for sure. It is the way. You Not everyone's it. a racist, man. Yeah. You should be able to see. <laughs> but again, that's the good thing about the dozens, bro. When you're broke as shit and you don't have a ball to play with and you're broke as fuck, you right. know what we do? We cut each other down. Yep. That's entertainment. <laughs> that was entertainment. And you better be good at it. Right. Or you ain't playing no more. That's for sure. You better say the most hurtful fucking shit. That's how you win. Yeah. Sometimes those 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 that type of behavior transitions into a real fight. <laughs> yeah. But does that mean it's real? Does that mean it's racist? It's a different time, man. It is a different time. Unfortunately, I don't want that to ever come between laughter. Yeah. In a good time. For sure. Because if you take that away from us, man, then then we're not living. Yeah. Because, bruh, don't act like you don't watch SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, it just... No, the- no, no. I'm trying to point something out. Okay. Don't act like you don't watch SmackDown, bro. Yeah. Okay. With, uh... Well, who, who does that? With the... When they go at it, the... Not 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 WWC. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, freestyle rap. Oh, uh, which one are you talking about? Just right freestyle. Uh, I forget what they're called. What, what's the rap the name battle? Rap oh, battle. Smack, smack the smack rap battles. Yeah. yeah so it's SmackDown. No, oh, it's it's called Smack. Is it called Smack? Yeah. Well, anyways, oh, no. man, you gotta correct me. <laughs> there you go. Now, bruh. Yeah. yeah. Bro, you ever watch? Hitman go up against. I, I don't want to say his name because I don't know him, but I've I've seen Hitman go in. I've watched all of them. Yeah. Okay. Now listen, bro. 
Yeah. Listen, we don't have to play any of it. If you want to go look it up, look it up. But this is the ultimate form of yo mama. Mm -hmm. This is the ultimate form of uh, broke people Mm -hmm. playing a game. Yeah. And I'm a I'm a beat you up with words. We don't have to hit, mm-hmm. but I'm a beat you up with words. It's, yeah. If you take away our freedom to do this, mm-hmm. I don't want to live, bro. Yeah. Because they are saying some shit. But there's a there's a there's a can I can I say something? Oh my though? god, yes, please. There's a there's a. Oh my god, uh, yes, please elaborate. <laughs> the Dick Cabot. <laughs> Go ahead, brother Andre. <laughs> um. There's a there's a cultural understanding there. Oh, and I, I love and that I, and, you said that. And I'm not saying racial understanding. I'm saying a cultural understanding. 100%. Yeah. 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 But I still don't want this taken away. No. But when it, the problem comes in when somebody outside of your culture yeah. who doesn't have that cultural understanding. 100%. Says things and uses stereotypes. It becomes that's when it becomes a little. Yes. But aren't we able to decipher or no? If someone's inside your culture or not. Yes. Or, yeah, or, sure. no, no, no. What I'm saying is, like, okay, because now I'm not understanding because I've seen other ethnicities outside of this. I'm saying culture. I'm not saying, I'm okay, not, but, I'm not but, saying but, but, ethnicity. But, but so, saying, how do you know that person? <laughs> this is a good little debate yeah, we're having. Yeah, yeah. How do you know if that person's not in from that, uh, in that culture? You know. Wow. Are you sure you know? You, you know. It's, wow. it. All right. Now, and you're right. You yeah, do know. Yeah. You, you know, because you know, you know. I do know. Yeah, I know when someone's when laughing you, when you wa- at you and laughing with me. When you walk into a room mm-hmm. as Joe Coy, mm-hmm. um, there are certain things about you and the way you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. People understand yeah. where you are culturally. <laughs> you feel, look you, at my motherfucking <laughs> shoes. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And so there, there, there are there are things that. People will understand your viewpoint on your perspective. Yeah, coming from that culture. Yeah, as opposed to somebody who walks in differently. Yes, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like someone that walks in and goes hippity hop is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a cultural understanding. Yeah, I get it. All right. Well, I also want to protect that very, uh, I, I want to protect that. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, there, there, there there's going to come a time. Look at that, man. 10 million views. Yeah. Is that right? Am I reading something wrong? Mm, no. Which one are you looking at? Uh, that one. I, th- I think it says 10.6 million views 10. between 6 10. million. Oh, that's that's amazing to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's an art form, man. It, yeah, but what I'm saying is I don't there's gonna be a side that's gonna be like, well, if we can't, then we all can't. Mm. Get what I'm saying? I do. If we can't, then we all can't. I do. And I and I think, and I hate those people. Well, and I think to I think to your point, it's it's one of the reasons why that art form, um, is not quote unquote mainstream. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of that, if we can't, then we all can't. Yeah. So you you got to stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. 
you know what lane you're in. <laughs> so fucking funny. That was, that was good. You know. Hey, man. Hey, man. You know. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. <sighs> yeah, man. So. But it's a different it, it, time. It's a different time. Yeah. You know, when you when you're blessed to have all these beautiful tools and gifts that these uh, this generation has been blessed with, like I said, there comes responsibility and like you said, that social responsibility of staying in your lane and knowing. Mm-hmm. It just sucks, man, because these these tools that we have now can can really you can benefit or it can hurt yeah and it's a scary time that we live in my hope is that not to cut you off but my hope is that it's a it's a correction and a lot of times what happens with, like an auto reset with a correction is that what you're saying like we're resetting yeah and so uh-huh. sometimes you go you overcorrect mm-hmm. to come back to a to a medium Mm-hmm. Do you follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like sometimes if you, when you, uh, if you got to get your son in in order, right? Like yeah. sometimes you'll overcorrect, yeah, and then you go, okay, that's a bit much. That's that's harsh. Yeah. Then you go back in. Oh, I get okay. And then you go back in and you go, look, look, man. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Look, man, I'm not trying to punish you forever. I just, I just want you to be responsible. Yeah. So what you're saying is you're allowing the overcorrectness to understand where we need to be. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You understand that we're overcorrecting. Sure. And then eventually that's my hope. everyone that's will my come hope. together and, and figure out where it is safe to be in the middle. That's my hope, yeah. Because right now the middle that we're in is not right. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You got to like, be wrong to be right, bro. And sometimes you need that. You need that overcorrection. Like you yeah. need the that you have to butt heads yeah. to, make it, to, to make some sense of it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But you also need someone to understand that they're not right. And that's what sucks. That's what sucks. That's what really sucks. Yeah. I heard somebody say last night, and it made a lot of sense to me, is that we've lost um, the uh, art of of, of uh, healthy discourse, which means like of just able to, to exp- my, I express my opinion, you express your opinion, we agree to disagree. It has to be canceled. It has to be, if you don't agree with me, then if you don't feel this way, yeah, then you're absolutely wrong, and I yeah. don't want to fuck with you no more. And that's it. Inst- yeah. Instead of just being able to like, yeah, they, they you got to allow everything to be on the plate. Yes. Yeah. How else? We do you can't have two plates. How else do you Let's move, put everything on one plate? How else do you move forward? You can't. Can't move forward if you can't hear the other person. If you can't hear the other person, then you're gonna just stay in one spot. Yeah. You're gonna be in your box forever. Yeah. Sure. I want to get out of the box. Yeah. I think we all do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope that we all do. Yeah, we will. Yeah. We'll get out. For sure. Um, that was fun. Yeah, man. It was good. That was a, we always have a, a good conversation. Yeah. Like I said, you guys, there there's a time where responsibility has to set in and someone has to take it, right? Yeah. <laughs> someone. <laughs> it's called being an adult, right? Sure. Dude, just be responsible. Understand these kids are moving faster, a lot faster than where we were. Way faster. Yeah. And they got the tools and the necessities that we never thought. We could only dream to have what they have. Yeah. And they got it. Now it's your responsibility to guide them correctly. Yes. 
And that doesn't mean handcuff them. Don't handcuff them. Just understand that there's a responsibility with what they have. And it's up to you as the parent. (sighs) That was a long, long, long uh, way to get here. But I hope I made sense. Right? Yeah, we got there. Come on, we got this, you guys. Let's get that. What is it? The discourse? Say that thing to me again. Healthy discourse. Let's let's have healthy discourse. Let's agree to disagree. But that, let's not hate each other when we find that out. Right. <laughs> we can still live together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I'm gonna give a. I'm gonna give my partner in crime here, Andre, a shot of Hennessy, and he's gonna get me a shot of Jameson. <laughs> then we're gonna look at her ankles swell up. <laughs> Because we're old. And that's what happens when alcohol hits our body. <laughs> would you agree? I would agree. I love you. I love you, bro. All right, you guys. That's the Koi Pond. We'll see you next week. Don't fake it. Just bust a move. This joint is going to get you in the mood. Yeah. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three. Good night, good night. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.